Welcome to In Bed with Nikki. I have been in the phone sex business for 15 plus years. And in those years, I have heard my share of fantasies. Some very wild and crazy, and some sexy as fuck. And in this show, it's all about sex and the fantasies people have. Reading from my emails in the past and finding some online. Together, we'll explore the experiences of everyday people like yourself. So sit back, enjoy some Woodford, or Stogie, or even both, and take a slow, sensual exploration of your deepest fantasies with me. So, before I get started today, um, I do have something a little funny that I think fits in here. Um, happened to me, actually. I, on Friday, I decided to go out and, you know, support the local community while doing the social distancing thing. Um, I went to the grocery store and grabbed a couple things and I went to my local liquor store. And I like this liquor store because it has, uh, new things um, in from time to time. So I was taking my time and as I was getting out of my Jeep, the owner and another gentleman were heading out and the owner was carrying a box and they both smiled and nodded at me and I smiled back and I walked into the store and took my time browsing and I, the owner comes back in and he go he just kind of looked at me and smiled really big and he says, can I help you find anything? And I said, no, no, I'm just browsing to see what you have new. And since the last time I've been in here, and he he says, well, you know, if there's anything, anything at all I can help you with, just let him know. I'm like, oh, thanks. And uh, some black clouds were outside, and I thought, you know, tops are off for the Jeep. I just need to get what I came for and get home. Uh, so I grab my Woodford and I walk around just a one more turn and didn't see anything. And I get to the counter and he goes, you know, that you can have the souvenir pack for the same price of what you're buying. And I thought, oh, wow, that's really nice of him. Maybe he's just in a really good mood or something. And I said, yeah, I'll take it. And uh, he's smiling really big, and uh, I grab one more thing, and I put it on the counter, and I check out, and I sign my slip, and, and now I'm in a really, really great mood. You know, I've got my Woodford, and I, you know, came a little bit bigger bottle, and a nice glass, and and uh, the other thing I got, and I tell him, have a great day. He says, oh, I will. And I'm telling you, I'm feeling on the moon in I'm strutting out of this place like John Travolta in Saturday Night Fever. And I put the bag in right behind me in my, you know, back seat. And I get into the Jeep and I go to buckle myself in. And now I know I am smiling. I was wearing this green, very, very light shirt and ladies if you know what it might it's like you can't even really feel it it's just there well my buttons 
on the shirt had come undone. And I'm not talking one or two. And thank God I decided to put a really nice bra on today um, because it was see-through, uh, black see-through with red lace <laughs> floral all over my breast. So here are my girls pushed up, and, you know, and so my shirt was unbuttoned all the way down to my belly button. Um, no, I didn't feel anything. The wind went blowing, nothing. And, but here I was inadvertently flashing my local liquor store owner. Yeah. Only me. I have plenty of those. Yeah. Only me stories. So <laughs> now that that's out of the way, I thought you guys might enjoy a little, little pick me up for a the afternoon. Have you ever wished you could live out your fantasy? Have you ever wished just to be able to tell that one person that you get off to about all the things that you think about while you're doing them? I know when anyone asks me if I could be with one celebrity, uh, who, who would it be? And my answer always shocks everyone and actually there's two answers I wrote this last night but there's actually two answers um, <laughs> one may not be as shocking as the other but um, one is Tom Selleck I, I think most women my age are maybe even a little older maybe a little younger yeah mm, that man let me tell you the other Tim Robbins hands down Oh my God, I find both of those men, especially Tim Robbins, absolutely placable, downright, all six, five of him, let me climb up that body, and yeah, and, but I'm really short, so it might be really, that climb would be so fucking worth it. Mm. So, <laughs> if you could say anything to your sexual fantasy partner, what would you say? Would you be able to confess all those dirty secrets of your needs and wants that you want to do with them or have them do with you? Today, I have two confessions from two very different men. One has had the biggest balls ever and actually wrote a letter to a Playboy Playmate and put it online for her to find. Color me impressed. Very, very impressed. But he knows this. I talk to him almost every morning. The other is about his wife. And I find that utterly sexy. That someone admits to having something like this about their wife. I think every woman wants to know that their husband still desires them in a way that they put them in their spank bank. I mean, think of it. I mean, you're, you've been married for quite some time, and your husband is still coming to you. Or even wife, for that matter. Remember, if you have anything you'd like to confess or have a story about accidentally flashing the local liquor store, please send me an email at dearnikki. 162 at gmail.com and that's N-I-K-K-I -K -K -I. 
So this one comes from a regular of mine named Ed. Dear Nikki, I was married when I was very young for all the wrong reasons. After about five years, I began facing this girl at work who eventually became my wife. Sex was incredible every day, sometimes twice a day. Most, like most marriages, it began routine and I turned to phone sex for some variety. I had done stun sex for many years off and on. Marianne knew about it and just turned a blind eye to it. When we first moved to Florida, I worked days, she worked nights, which didn't give us much time together. Phone sex became that daily routine for me. One night, Marianne surprised me and told me she wanted to get set up to try it. She found out that two of her girlfriends had done it and she wanted to know what all the fascination was about. She picked her name, and I set it up. After a few minutes, she took her laptop, went to the bedroom, and closed the door. After about two hours, she came out with a big smile on her face. I asked if she liked it. Yes, she exclaimed. This went on for every night, for almost two weeks. Then one night, she left the door ajar, stood in the doorway. I listened and jerking off. A couple nights later, the door was wide open. I went inside, naked and hard. While she was on the phone, I began sucking on her tits, then working my way down to her soaking, wet pussy. As I ate her, she got more vocal, telling the guy she wanted his fucking cock down her throat. He must have sensed something was different, and she told him I was there eating her. Then I hear her say, You want him to fuck me? She got on all fours, and I slammed inside her. She began moaning with pleasure, telling him to come on her face as I came inside her. We played like this almost daily for a couple months, knowing that so many guys wanted to fuck my wife, excite me to no end. One day, I contacted one of the guys she played with, asked him if the opportunity presented itself, would he fuck her in real life? Yes, he exclaimed. One night, after we played, I asked her if there was one guy, out of all of them, that excited her more. She said yes, Tom. I told her that I'd chatted with him, and he felt the same way. We were planning a trip to New York a few months later. Tom lived in Connecticut, so I contacted him to let him know we, if he wanted to get together, we would be in the area. We arranged the Sunday morning in a mall parking lot. Tom showed up about ten minutes after us and parked a few feet away. As Tom walked over, Marianne had a big grin on her face. He walked her to their door, opened it. She got out and gave him a big hug. Walking back to his door, I could see him grabbing her ass. When they got in his car, they talked for a while and began kissing. Then she disappeared into his lap. His head went back while she sucked his cock. They got up some more, and then he played and sucked with her tits. They were so sensitive, it drives her crazy. She began jerking him off until he shot her his load in her hand. She brought it up to her mouth and licked it clean. They fixed their clothes, talked some more, and came back to her. she came back to her car. He kissed and then left. I was going to arrange for him to meet us at a hotel later that night. But something came up, and he wasn't able to. 
Marianne was disappointed, but the sex between her and I that night was fucking incredible. When we finished, I asked her how Tom was. She laughed. I told her how excited it got me just thinking about her with another guy fucking her. Well, it never happened, but the fantasy is stronger now more than ever. I'm actually hard just typing this and will jerk off when I'm done. This hot wife fantasy has got me to do many sexual things, which I'll be more than happy to share if anyone's interested. Ed. Well, Ed, I know I'm definitely interested in the hot wife thing. Mm, I would love to hear more, but you would like to have another man explore your wife. I'm sure everybody else would too that's into it. Nothing like sitting in a room or even her calling you while you're at work. And she just happens to accidentally video call you. And you can see a nice big cock slamming into her while you're at work. Naughty girl. But I think it's hot. Do you? This next one is an actual letter you can find online. Um, I speak to this man regularly, about two to three times a week or more, and it's an open letter to Carrie Jean Yazel, and I probably butchered her last name, and I'm completely sorry. It's, I was telling him this morning how amazing that he does this, and I kudos to him. I mean, could you imagine just putting it out there? I mean, I may want to climb Tim Robbins and feel what his lips are like, but I really don't see me putting it out there in, you know, in written form. I guess I did, did it twice and maybe three times in audio now. Oops. <laughs> Here we go. Dear Carrie... It was once a rare thing when an admirer could reach out to someone and actively communicate and engage with that person. But today, thanks to the internet, social media, it is now possible. There has been so much I wanted to tell you and so much I wanted to ask you about with regards to your experience posing for Playboy magazine and the life as a playmate. When you first appeared in May 91 issue of Playboy magazine, I moved into my first apartment. For the first time in my life, I was living alone and was enjoying the autonomy and freedom of what went along with it. This was important for me because I'd finally had the privacy that I needed to get to know my body better and explore my sexuality. Along with many other Playboy playmates, you played an important role in that exploration. Before this, I had to quickly and quietly fulfill my curiosities and satisfy my urges. My explorations were also secret that I harbored. I never told anyone that I was what I was doing and always felt guilty and ashamed of my actions. It wasn't until I started reading Playboy that I started to learn that what I was doing wasn't abnormal at all. This brings me to you, Carrie. I saw you in the pages of the magazine, and you were so beautiful. I got quickly aroused from your photos and was ready to explore all of those feelings and desires I had. This time, there wasn't going to be a knock on the door or anyone to hide from. 
I could take my time, enjoy your sensations all over my body while I pleasured myself to your photos. I learned how to delay orgasm by touching myself just to the point of release, then slowing down to let the sensations die down before I tried again. It took five times before the feelings were too much for me to handle and I reached an incredible orgasm. It was your Playmate video that took my explorations to the next level. After looking at the pictures of Playmates, I finally was able to hear your voice and watch you move. You have such a sweet, sexy voice. It felt like you were talking to me, telling me about yourself, as I once again enjoyed myself. One part of your bigger video triggered a new fantasies, new sensations in my body and mind. Six minutes into your video, you were dancing topless in the kitchen eating honey when you used the honey dipper and brought it to your beautiful mouth with all that honey spilling onto your beautiful breast. I couldn't hold back and reached a volcanic orgasm. It was that day that I discovered something new that turned me on. Bukaki. To bless your beautiful body with my essence is an image that I constantly think about to this day. Now, in this age of the internet, I've searched all over for pictures of you. I've compiled a col and collected as many photos of you from your Playmate spread, photos from Playboy's newsstand specials like Playboy lingerie, and appearances at the con conventions like GlamourCon, and anything else of you that I can locate. I'll dim the lights, run the slideshows of your pictures, leaving me hands-free to touch, caress my body while I look at you, admire, and worship your beautiful images. I've even connected with other men online who has a mutual admiration for Playboy Playmates, and we've shared photos and fantasies about you while we simultaneously pleasure ourselves while looking at you. I wish you could see the smile on my face during the acts of self-love. You provide me with so much joy over the years, and you've always been a part of my sex life. Without you, my sexual explorations would be very different than, that, or than they currently are. I wish I could meet you and show you what I do. You wouldn't have to remove your clothes or touch me. I just want you to see me nude and watch me as I fondle my penis in your honor. I looked at your beautiful nude body for years. It's only fair and right that you can look at mine. Carrie, I hope you're not upset or offended by my confessions. I've always wanted to tell you these things and was never sure how to tell you. I want you to know that these experiences have brought me to tremendous pleasure over the years and I always feel happy and blissful after them. I would love to hear from you sometime and hope you might read this and let me know what you think about what I've told you. You still look beautiful as ever. Love, Brad. Well, it's I've, I have talked to him, Brad, for about a year, and... This is what we do. Every morning we talk about a new fantasy girl of his and and how he explores himself. It's a very 
interesting conversation and very much I look forward to in hearing how he sees her and what he wants to do with her and what how he touches himself for him. It's very, very arousing for me also to listen to him do that and confess, seeing into that sexual closet that I have said that I love to see in. It's a very much of a treat when I get to do that. Brad, I would love to hear more, and I look forward to us doing this again sometime. So, this next one I found actually last night, just a couple hours after it was posted, and <laughs> it made for a very, um, yeah, very ending, quite good ending for me to put me nicely to sleep, I should say. Um, amazing that I love when I can see people just going for it and doing these things and actually embracing the different types of sex and what it all implies and just living it out and living freely through it. So here it goes. A bit of a backstory. He's 38, been fucking a married girl 24 for about six months. Usually it's her car during lunch breaks or in her suite in her salon. Sex with her husband is, from what I gather, vanilla and not very often. As most females who aren't getting it at home, Megan likes it rough. She's open to explore any kink, CNC, public, anal that I bring up in this has my, been my favorite experience with her so far. The arrangement between Megan and I is that she does whatever she is instructed to do by me. She's never been controlled by a man before and gets off on how she doesn't hesitate to do what I tell her. This happened before a month before the pandemic. Megan's husband leaves town for work once a month. In December, she has mentioned the dates he would be gone in January and asked if I had anything planned as far as seeing her. I told her that she is to leave her garage door open on those dates so I could break in and have my way with her. The thought of being vulnerable made Megan so eager, and she t turned on. I'd be lying if I said I wasn't as turned on by the idea myself. Usually it's just a quick hookup and not much anticipation, but this time it was different. As the date approaches, Megan brings it up to me that she'd be, she would like to know specifically when I would be stopping by. I asked her why it matters and that the surprise factor would make it more interesting. She agrees, but mentions that if it's okay with me, she'd like to know so she could hide from me and I can look for her. I'm an impatient man, and Megan knows this. She knows that for once I find her, I'll be a little angry and take it out on her. I agree to her suggestion, but on one account. I would buy her a wearable vibrator, and she is to wear it while hiding from me. The idea drives her wild, so she couldn't say no. Fast forward about a week, and we meet up for lunch. I ordered her vibrator, and it arrived few days prior to this lunch meetup, I hand her up the package, and I was fucking swear her face lit up like it was Christmas. She opens it up, giggles, while her eyes alternate from the vibrator to looking up at me. I tell Megan to take it out 
and hand me the remote control. I'm keeping this, but you're going to wear the vibrator whenever I tell you to, I say. Yes, sir, she replies. The day finally arrives. I leave work early. She got a babysitter for a few hours, and I'm making my way towards her subdivision. When I arrive to the back of her house, I see the garage open. This is only my second time being there, so I was trying to map out in my head the few areas I've been before getting out of my truck. Fuck it, I say to myself, and figure I'd just go to the first room I see. I start walking with a remote in my hand. The first room in the hallway from the garage is the master bedroom, so I figured it was too obvious, so I make my way towards the kitchen. I'm calling out her name, and as I'm looking for her while I pour myself a glass of scotch that seemed to be strategically placed on the island, I say, Megan, where's my sneaky little slut? I don't hear shit. I turn on her vibrator for a few seconds and still hear nothing. I begin walking around between sips of scotch and turn on her little friend. Still nothing. I start to get a little impatient and frustrated as I keep walking around her house. I see the photos of her and her husband before they had the baby. Megan is standing next to him and is taller than her husband. It makes me giggle. And for some fucked up reason, it makes me want to find her even more. I know she loves this guy, but she also loves being my little sneaky bitch. I need to find this sneaky little bitch. I again start going through Megan's house and looking for her. I'm horny, frustrated, and starting to get a buzz. As I pour my third drink, I turn on her vibrator on higher setting, and I hear absolutely nothing. I was about to turn it off, and I hear a long hawk that's coming from the back of the garage. I think to myself, fuck her husband's home. So I start making my way towards the back. The honking stopped as I make my way into the garage and see Megan in her car with one hand covering her mouth. I open the driver's side door, and as soon as I do, she starts to apologize, saying, I'm sorry, I knew I'd be too loud, so I hid in my car. <laughs> I pull her out of the car, and she was mid-sentence, wrap her hair around my fist, and bend her over the hood of the car. She starts to moan as I slide my other hand up her dress. Her pussy is fucking soaked. Megan's the kind of girl whose pussy gets wet from sucking dick. And I know she must have came while waiting to be found because she has never been so wet before when we fucked around. The feeling immediately turns me on even more. Unzip my pants, Megan whimpers as I impatiently tear off her panties. Her new toy hits the floor and I pull her hands behind her back and start to pound her. The garage door is still open, so I hold her wrists together with one hand while covering her mouth with my other hand. I keep fucking her as I tell her that she's almost did too much good of a job at hiding from me. She can't say shit, 
My hand is still covering her mouth, and all she can do is shift her eyes towards me and give me an intense look. The thought of potentially being caught makes me fuck her harder. I'm practically ready to come at this point, but I don't. I stop fucking her and pull her head towards mine with her hair and ask her, Whose property are you? Yours, she replies. Then she asks if she can worship my dick. Megan is fucking good at sucking dick. She sucks it like the last time, every time. She quickly drops to her knees and starts to rub her face all over my cock. This is something she started doing after mentioning to me how much she loves the way I taste. What man doesn't enjoy a pale, tattooed brunette rubbing her pretty little face all over his cock? After a few minutes, I tell her to taste herself off my dick. She does. She takes me in and out. She lifts it up, starts to suck on my balls. As I'm pulling her hair back, I can see her ass bounce in her dress through the reflection of her bumper. I place my hands on her head and start to really go for it. I fuck her face, and she's enjoying every minute of it as much as I am. I pull my dick out and tell her this is what sneaky sluts get. She smiles and keeps sucking my dick. I tell her I'm ready to come. She keeps just the tip as she jacks me off. She puts her hands on me and starts making out with the tip as she's looking at me. It was too much for me. I fucking lost it. She took my load, as always she does, and then thanked me. I pulled up my pants, zipped them up. I tell Megan she's a good fucking girl. She says, anything from my sir. As I make my way out, I think what makes this my favorite encounter with her was the anticipation. It wasn't necessarily the best intercourse we've had, but definitely on the more memorable side. Holy fucking shit. I don't know about the rest of you guys, but I need a shower and a cigarette and I don't even fucking smoke. That was fucking hot. And then... What made it more really hot for me was that he brought a remote control vibrator into it. And anybody that's done a call with me knows how much I love to play with remote control vibrators. I have one. I have the Lush 2. Eh, it's an edger for me, but that's another story for another day. But... Oh my fucking God, could you imagine giving that present to your partner, your spouse, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your lover? I know I could. The thought of vibing him, them, mm. sticking an anal bit plug vibrator inside or wrapping one around his cock and balls. Definitely, definitely, definitely right up there for me. Ugh. So I think this is a point where I let you go. I think I'm going to go relieve some, some very much tension that I have built up. <laughs> I want to thank you for joining me today. If you have anything you'd like to confess, share it with me in an email. Dear Nikki, 162 at gmail.com 
That's N-I-K-K-I-162 at gmail. And always remember, for every problem, there is a solution. And I call it an orgasm. Bye for now.